What's up, guys? Welcome back to a quick episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. I'm going live for this one. I'm just going to read uh, the majority of news. We had a huge news bump, uh, dump today. Uh, so we're just going to kind of go over the news, let you guys know who's in, who's out, uh, all that good stuff, who's questionable. Uh, starting with Darnell Mooney. He was limited in practice with a groin injury. He practiced on full on Thursday, so I'm not sure what's going on here if they just kind of wanted to ease him up. Uh, but if he plays, I'm still not excited to get Darnell Mooney in the lineup here. Elijah Mitchell, I think a lot of people are probably watching this one. Uh, last week, the Packers ran the ball really well against the Cardinals, and that's kind of the way you want to, to scheme an offensive game plan against the Cardinals. You want to run the ball. So he's been kind of questionable all week with a non-contact jersey. Uh, he's, a, he's a game time decision. I think if he if you see that he's going to play, you're going to want to get Elijah Mitchell uh, in your lineups here. Debo Samuel, this one's actually a, a little more confusing to me. So Samuel, uh, he's been dealing with a calf thing for the last couple of weeks. Uh, here's the I'm going to read the actual report. Samuel is reportedly eager to play, but Coach Shanahan not only said that the former's calf injury is worse that is worse this week, but he'll need the next two days to decide his final status. Uh, so that that makes me a little nervous. Maybe they want him to, to rest up here. The team's already had their bye. Uh, so we'll see. George Kittle's coming back too. They might you know, be on the side of caution here. So you're going to have to watch Debo Samuel's status closely. I'm, I'm probably leaning more towards the doubtful side than him playing. Uh, so plan accordingly. Make sure you have a hedge in there just in case. Uh, but Debo, questionable with that calf. <clears throat> I don't know if this matters for fantasy that much, but Justin Jackson is out for week nine here. We'll probably see Larry Roundtree and Josh Kelly uh, be the primary backups here. Uh, again, George Kittle activated. Uh, if you have George Kittle, you're going to activate him and you're probably going to start him unless you have uh, an elite option ahead of him. Uh, this one's been interesting. Robert Woods, he did not practice on uh, on Friday. Expected to play. There's a not, there's a Matt Stafford blurb I think lower here too. So Stafford and Woods did not practice much this week, uh, if at all, and they're both expected to play. So something to uh, I, I wouldn't get too worked up about them not practicing this week. Amari Cooper though, questionable with a hamstring injury. There was that one game like in week four where he hurt the hamstring. He left the game, came back. So apparently he's still kind of nursing that. The team's coming off of a bye week. Uh, maybe they're just being a little more cautious with Cooper here. So I'm leaning towards him playing. Uh, it's a good matchup here against the Broncos. You're going to want to get him in there. Uh, you also have C.D. Lamb, questionable. He rolled his ankle on Wednesday, sprained his ankle on, on Wednesday here. Uh, he looks fine to play here. I'm, I'm not sure if he's in your lineup. If he's going to play, you're going to get him in your lineup. Uh, but if not, just make sure, uh, again, for week nine, you guys should have some backup plans here. It, it, just make sure to watch C.D. Lamb. Usually about an hour and a half before kickoff, we see updates on if these guys are going to go or not. Uh, Dak Prescott does not have an injury designation, so he looks good to go. Consider uh, Dak Prescott a top five, top ten quarterback option. Julio Jones. What do we do with Julio Jones this week? I'm a little nervous. Uh, it just seems like anytime we want to trust Julio Jones, we get the the rug pulled out from under our feet. He has the hamstring injury. He's been he's been maintaining you know limited practices the last couple of weeks here. So I'm slightly optimistic here. We expect the Titans to probably have to air the ball out a little bit to keep up with the Rams. So he's more of an emergency flex here, but I could see Julio having a nice game. They do play Sunday night, which kind of you know makes uh, decisions a little bit tougher. Uh, AJ Brown, they have him listed as questionable. He was not on the injury report on Friday, but I, I'm, I'm feeling good about AJ Brown. Um, this one was interesting. The Lions waving Tyrell Williams. Maybe this is making move for Odell Beckham Jr. I don't know. It's an interesting move. Uh, Tyrell was on a one-year deal with them. He didn't play much at all because he's always kind of injured, but. Uh, perhaps Odell Beckham Jr. will be coming to Detroit in the near future. Uh, Eric Ebron, limited 
uh, participant in practice today. I'm still not sure if he's going to play. I mean, Pat Frymouth is the lead tight end here. Uh, and of course, Eric Ebron didn't play last week. That's what allowed Pat Frymouth to just soak up all the snaps and all the targets. So uh, if Ebron does play, it just it's a slight knock on, on Pat, but I'm, I'm excited about uh, Frymouth as a tight end one this week. Uh, this one was kind of a shock. <clears throat> So the, uh, the Dolphins put Devontae Parker on injury reserve. They're also kind of in the top end of that waiver spectrum where they could get Odell Beckham. I think the Dolphins, the Lions, these guys are some good candidates to secure Beckham uh, in the waiver claim system. So Parker, he suffered a setback on uh, today, and he re-aggravated that hamstring. They just decided to shut it down. Uh, so Jalen Waddle going to be a, a pretty good option. I also think if you want to pick up Preston Williams and just put him on your bench this week, it wouldn't surprise me if Preston Williams kind of takes a step forward uh, and is kind of the clear number two wide receiver for at least the next three weeks uh, pen pending Odell Beckham. So check out uh, Preston Williams and make sure just make sure you get Jalen Waddle in your lineups this week. Uh, Calvin Ridley placed on the reserve NFI list. So this knocks him out for three games minimum. Uh, we'll see here. If you are if you do have the luxury of an IR spot in your league, just you know leave him on the IR. I wouldn't say cut him uh, quite yet, uh, especially if you have deep benches. Just try to hold on to him. Um, Donovan Peoples-Jones, he's got a groin thing. This was the one that held him out of that Thursday night game two weeks ago. Uh, so we'll see here. I, just with the, with the opening now that Odell Beckham leaves for just total snaps and potential targets, Donovan Peoples-Jones, probably the most talented receiver outside of Jarvis Landry here. So I like maybe just adding Donovan Peoples-Jones in case he has a good game. I'm not saying to start him, but he's an interesting guy. Otherwise, the rookie Anthony Schwartz, maybe Rashard Higgins, uh, worth a look here. Jarvis Landry is going to play, no injury designation, so he's good to go fire him up. Uh, this one's interesting. Noah Fant landed on the COVID list earlier in the week, and he's not expected to be cleared for this weekend's game against the Raiders. So uh, Albert Okweg-Bunam. Uh, I'm t I've been telling people he's a, he's a, probably a start this week. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater likes him a lot. I think the Broncos actually like him a lot as well. And uh, he last week was his first game back, and they kind of just threw him right back in there. And uh, he's he's been playing really really well. Uh, here's here's a, a blurb right here uh, from NBC Sports Edge. It says it's all wheels up for Albert Okwegbunam, who earned a 25% target share and a team high end zone targets four in his lone start with Noah Fant last year. Uh, without Noah Fant last year. So Okwegbunam, he's an interesting guy. He's actually bigger and faster uh, and a little bit stronger than Noah Fant. So he's pretty athletic. Uh, let's see here. The Ravens list Sammy Watkins, questionable for week nine against the Vikings. Uh, I also saw Rashad Bateman uh, popped up on the report with a groin injury. Uh, let me read the blurb here. It says John Harbaugh called Bateman's injury a minor physical issue and said he has a very good chance to play against the Vikings. Still, Bateman missing practice on Friday is not a good sign, particularly since his injury is listed as groin. This was the one that put him on injury reserve in the first place. So if you are relying on Rashad Bateman to be a wide receiver three flex, I'd probably lean towards getting somebody else in there, uh, whether it's Christian Kirk or, or finding someone off the waiver wire. Because uh, I just I don't like starting one. It makes me nervous because if Sammy Watkins plays, I get a little nervous about the targets there. Uh, so monitor the Ravens. Uh, we'll we'll see if Bateman and Watkins can go. Uh, Sterling Shepard's been ruled out. He's probably going to be out for a little bit. Uh, the team does have a bye week ten, so maybe week eleven. But uh, Shepard has a bad quad injury at the moment right now. Kenny Galladay is questionable. He was able to be limited on Thursday and Friday. Uh, really the first time he's been able to practice since week five. So Kenny Galladay, an interesting guy. The, the entire Giants receiving core is just dinged up right now. Uh, so if you need a kind of an emergency wide receiver three flex play, I suppose Galladay. Uh, but I would prefer to leave him on my bench and see what happens. 
Uh, Kadarius Tony's going to play that thumb injury. I think he'll be just fine. Uh, if there's one giant receiver you want to start, I think it's Kadarius Tony. Just no Sterling Shepard. So Daniel Jones is going to probably look for uh, for Tony early and often. Uh, I saw kind of conflicting reports on this. I saw the Ravens listed him doubtful. I saw the Ravens listed him out. So uh, don't expect Latavius Murray to play this week if you need a, a, a someone off the waiver wire real quick. Devonta Freeman could be the guy for you. Uh, Taysom Hill. Um, interesting. Sean Payton says Taysom Hill will also play behind Trevor Simeon in week nine against the Falcons. Uh, here's the quote. That's what we're doing this week, Payton said on the decision to start Simeon under center. He didn't specify how much of that decision boiled down to Hill's midweek recovery from the league's concussion protocol. So Hill's not starting this week. I expect him to get some packages this weekend. So uh, if you play in one quarterback leagues and you kind of have a fringe, you know, quarterback one, whether you have like Tannehill or, or even Joe Burrow as your QB one, pick up Taysom Hill. Just leave him on your bench because um, maybe next week, Taysom Hill could be starting if Trevor Simeon uh, makes a few errors. And we know Taysom Hill uh, is good at fantasy uh, for our quarterback spot. So go pick up Taysom Hill. Um, he should be probably picked up by now already. <clears throat> uh, Coach said Andy Reid, or Coach Andy Reid said Clyde Edwards-Alaire is closer to a potential return. Kind of just real vague about it. I think even when Clyde comes back, I'm a little nervous because you have Derek Gore. You also have Daryl Williams playing well as a pass catcher out of the backfield here. So it feels like some kind of quasi-committee. Uh, they're, they're probably not just going to give Clyde Edwards a layer the bulk of the workload right away uh, either after a knee injury like this. So it's it's going to – it's I, I'm not excited to own a Chiefs back uh, in the near future. Uh, we talked about Robert Woods earlier, Matt Stafford. Uh, he didn't practice all week with a sore back, but he's expected to play. Sean McVay has said some good words here. Uh, the Cardinals. This one's really interesting. So Hopkins and Kyler Murray both did not practice all week. Uh, it's a it's a hamstring for DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, it's a game time decision, I believe. Is this a noon game? Let me actually just pull up. I, I need to look at the schedule real quick. I believe this is a noon game, uh, and I love it when uh, I love it when we have you know questionable players for noon games. But it is definitely a it's a late game. So uh, you're gonna have to make sure you have a hedge in there. Uh, you know one of the the other 3 p.m. players or uh, a Sunday night or a Monday night game. So if Hopkins can't play, that makes me a little bit nervous uh, for kind of the rest of my players here too. So game time decision, monitor that leading up into it. Kyler Murray, also a game time decision. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, but the Jaguars running backs, James Robinson listed as questionable uh, with that heel injury. He didn't practice all week. Uh, Carlos Hyde did practice all week. So it looks like Carlos Hyde's probably getting the start. Now it's a tough matchup against Buffalo, but if you play in PPR leagues, I think Carlos Hyde should be good for four five, six catches, uh, at least. So you get those points for PPR and then, you know, whether he gets the yards or not is up to him. Uh, so I'm leaning towards Carlos Hyde being a low end running back to play against a tough Buffalo defense. Uh, Cole Beasley. So he didn't practice Thursday or Wednesday. Gets a limited day in Friday. He had the massive game last weekend, so maybe he was just kind of, you know, nicked and bruised up from that. Uh, they have him listed as questionable to play. I would assume he's going to play. Dawson Knox is out. So uh, if we get the update in the morning that Beasley's out, Knox is already out, uh, Gabriel Davis would probably be the guy that you're looking for. Uh, and here's Kyler Murray. So uh, he's a game-time decision. He did not practice again all week. Either did DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, A.J. Green's also on covid um, so we're looking at Colt McCoy potentially being the starter for the Arizona Cardinals this week. That's going to leave him with Christian Kirk, Antone Wesley, and Rondell Moore as his wide receivers, if if no Hopkins. So I'm a little bit nervous. I actually think uh, Zach Ertz is probably a guy that 
is going to have a nice, you know, PPR day with Colt McCoy. Uh, and then Christian Kirk's probably the only other guy that I would start. You're probably going to see a lot of attention uh, towards James Conner and Chase Edmonds. So I'm, I'm pretty nervous about the Cardinals. Again, this is a late game, which really sucks. Uh, just that half that starting offense is going to be out for playmakers. So I'm nervous here. I would probably look, if you have Kyler Murray, you should probably have a backup plan uh, just in case. Uh, Christian McCaffrey. So he's questionable for this week. Uh, the coach says, I am hopeful he can play. I really am. Uh, but Rule also noted that it would not be a 40 to 50 play situation. So even if McCaffrey plays, he's going to be limited. I just reading the tea leaves. I don't think McCaffrey plays this week. Uh, and I've said this the last couple of nights on the podcast here. Uh, but when a player is coming back from IR and they activate his practice window, typically they want him to practice that first week. They're going to sit him for one more game, and then that second week they're going to ramp up his practice. So it's usually two weeks, maybe three weeks of practice that they, they want these players getting in uh, before they play in a game. Uh, Sam Darnold is questionable. Uh, this one's kind of weird. He's been kind of limited all week. Uh, again, this is a big game time decision, but I think if you're relying on Sam Darnold to be your quarterback, I'm not too uh, excited about it here. Uh, this one's interesting. Saquon Barkley, uh, not going to be available here. He's already ruled out against the Raiders. Uh, again, the Giants have a bye next week. So um, we'll see him week uh, we'll, we'll see him week 11. If you want to try and get a trade in there for Saquon Barkley, this might be your last week or two to do it. Uh, again, here's more Giants wide receiver news. Dante Pettis is out in this one. Um, he's on IR as well. Uh, but this one's kind of fun. If you guys have uh, Jeff Wilson available in your leagues, he could be activated off the pup list and play in week nine. He had been practicing all week, so I like that. Elijah Mitchell's also dinged up here too. So if Mitchell gets any more uh, nicks or cuts or bruises or anything, uh, Jeff Wilson's probably that next man up. So I, I like taking him uh, on the end of my bench. Uh, let's see. Adrian Peterson has impressed the Titans and has been promoted to the active roster. Um, I'm, I'm starting Adrian Peterson in flex in a league or two. Uh, I think if you have him and you need help at running back to our flex, I, I think he could be a fun, uh, a fun player. To, and what's cool too, is it's Sunday night football. So I have a good vibe towards AP this week. Um, and then Trevor Simeon, of course, we already kind of covered the saints, but Trevor Simeon's uh, going to start. So, uh, that was kind of all the news I had. Let me just hit one more page here before I just look at the questions real quick. That was pretty much it. So we should be good. Uh, good evening, Aiden. When's JT Pittman stack last night? Yeah, it was wild. Good evening, Justin. Start one. Damien Harris, Jacobs, Titans, RB. Um, I'm going to go Josh Jacobs. Uh, where do you think OBJ is going? Um, so there was a – let me let me look at the NFL uh, Odell Beckham waiver list. Because uh, it's kind of the order of the standard, uh, the standing. So there's a waiver wire list. First up is Detroit. Second up is Miami. Third is Houston. Jacksonville. The Jets are fifth. So it really, I, I don't know how much pull Odell Beckham has. If he can just tell teams, no, I don't want to play for you. I don't want to play for you. But I, I, obviously, Detroit should, they should take him. You know, it, it's just, is he going to quit on them? Is he going to want to be there? Does he want to play Jared Goff? Uh, I actually think Miami would be, as far as teams in the top five, I think Miami would be his best fit with Devontae Parker out. So uh, I'll put uh, good money on Detroit or Miami if he does decide to fall uh, down the list a little bit. Um, I don't know. Like, There's so many teams that could use him. I'm going to stick with Miami, though. And, yeah, potentially – uh, the waiver system's kind of fun. Yeah. What's the status on Bateman and Monty? 
Uh, I didn't hear anything on Monty today because they play on Monday night. We'll probably hear more about him tomorrow. Um, but Bateman, questionable. I, I personally, he that was the groin injury that left him on IR to start the season. I would probably make sure I have another player just in case. And that game is a noon game, I believe. Baltimore. No, what time is that? I can't read. Um, where is the Baltimore Ravens? Baltimore plays at noon, so we'll know early on that uh, if Bateman's good to go. But I'm, I'm slightly hesitant about it. Uh, Julio, Mitchell, Herbert, Titans RB, Tony start one. I'm not going to use Herbert because uh, there is rumor that Montgomery is going to be able to play. Titans RB, do you mean McNichols or do you mean AP? I'm probably just going to use Tony, uh, but uh, Tony plays at noon. I'll probably just throw Tony in there, Bateman or Jag receiver. Uh, I'll probably go Agnew. I think he'll get to start next week. Uh, I agree with that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like um, I, I like Agnew just because he's safe. And Waddle is Waddle is probably a top twenty wide receiver the rest of the way. Uh, Two is playing good good ball with him. Uh, but anyways, I'm gonna get out of here for tonight. It is Friday evening. I just wanted to hop in and do uh, a quick live news feed for you guys. I will be going live tomorrow morning. I'm, actually, I don't know if I'm going live tomorrow morning. Uh, I have a, a prop show tomorrow morning, and then we will do a, a live show tomorrow evening uh, to get all the start set questions. So I just want a full day of news. But uh, that's it from me. Have a good rest of your Friday evening. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace.